Hey, you guys. Happy Friday, honey. Hope you guys are doing good. Let me wait for y'all to come on up in here. Come on in. Come on in. Hope everybody's doing good today. I've been trying to go live all week, but it's been a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of stuff going on. So I'm going to save my life for Friday. Um, we did a really good Zoom meeting on uh, Wednesday. Talked about a lot of deep stuff. Um, also, I wanted to like uh, hit on the fact that I want to thank you guys for coming through and showing support um, for the rest of my Dope Beauty products. Thanks, you guys. I like the look. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> so I was having a flash sale because we did our last run of Dope Beauty products. And you guys crashed the website several times. Now, the crazy thing is this. Unfortunately, because so many people were trying to buy products at the same time, it caused a whole jam in the ship bob system. So 29 orders ended up getting like put in exception. Child, I have to go in manually and go through each order. Um, we were completely sold out of the body butter. Some of y'all bought five. Y'all weren't thinking of other tea sippers. Some of y'all bought five body butters. So the body butters are gone. The foot cream, you know, like the, the pain cream, that's gone. Basically, everything's gone. The only thing we have left, we have about 20 shampoos and 20 conditioners. And once those are gone, that's it. So if you guys want shampoo and conditioner, everything was on sale for $5. I was having a liquidation sale. Just wanted to close out and get everything, you know, sold out. So thank you guys so much for the support. I hope you guys love the products. They're really, really good. Um, thank goodness I saved me a little box, honey. I got a little stash in my house. That's the stash I mailed out to Janissa. I said, you know, I got some, you know, I got some pain cream here, got some body butter. So sometimes I mail stuff from my house to people who ask. I'm down to one more face wash because y'all done basically took that from my house. So um, I appreciate it, y'all. I really do. We still have tea, so I'm going to stick to the tea. Um, we just got to restock on the men's tea on Amazon. Um, so basically, all the teas are restocked. So if you guys need some tea, definitely go there. So thank you guys for just making my tea brand what it is. Couldn't do this without y'all. So child, it's a lot to talk about, honey. Let me see. We got over 2,000 people in here. Wait for some more people to come on in. Um, it was something else I wanted to say, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before I forget, for y'all who don't know, the latest deep dive is out. Ooh, thank y'all for the feedback, child. It took me so long. I could have really, first of all, the deep dive is on Jeffrey Dahmer. I went deep. So thank y'all everybody who's taking time out to watch it. Um, if you guys uh, want to access it, it's on Patreon. It's also on Discord and it's on the YouTube membership. Um, but it is really good. I went deep. I went even deeper um than netflix because they can only go so deep even though it was 10 episodes i went super deep in under three hours okay um it's it's creepy don't get me wrong but i made a lot of really good connections and i haven't really been able to sleep all week so <laughs> but you know what i mean it's okay i'll be all right maybe i'll get some sleep this weekend it was very creepy um i just you, you know with this research in a jeffrey dahmer i'm really grateful that my parents just did not let me know the full details because the gravity of what he did is insane. 
But um, if you guys want to go deep, I talk about MK Ultra. I talk about his connection to Alistair Crowley, um, Child of Podestas. So it's, it's a really deep documentary. So if you want to check it out, it is up. We'll take calls next week on the Spotify Live. If y'all want to talk about it, we can do that next week. So thank you, guys. You liked it, I am Nita. Thank you so much. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. And last but not least, I don't even know how to turn this off. Child, these phones, honey. How do I turn this off so it has no ring or noise? Notif- okay, notification off. Sorry about that. So finally got my Google Pixel, okay? Still got my iPhone. It's not on, though. Let me, let me tell you. Let me talk about this before we get into the story. Y'all iPhone users are spoiled. When I tell you, literally everybody with an iPhone was really upset that I left. People was writing whole text messages. Um, Why are you in the green? You've messed up the whole chat. What are you trying to prove? Um, are, y'all, are y'all that sheepish? Y'all iPhone people are weird. They were so upset. I had somebody like, now I got to talk to you on Telegraph because I can't send you voice chats. Well, welcome to my world. I keep telling y'all I'm older than y'all. So most of my friends have Androids. Us older people, we like droids. They're simple. You get to you get all the features. I like to send voice chats because sometimes I ain't got time to, to type. When I had that iPhone, I couldn't send voice chats if you had an Android. I'd have to send you videos. So I'm literally walking around my house, filming my house as I'm trying to talk to people. I don't want to film the inside of my home. I just want to do a voice chat. But you can't do that if the person does not have a droid. I didn't know that I had to ask the iPhone people. I'm like, why can't I, you know, voice chat my droid friends? They said, you're not allowed to. We don't talk to droids here on the iPhone nation. So people, I don't know. I had business people like really upset. They told me this is not a good look. They're like, T, you can afford two phones. I don't know what you're trying to prove. You're messing up the chats. You know, having an Android is very unprofessional. I'm just like, what? Are the, I can't go back. So I don't know. I'm really thinking I might just have to have two phones because the, the backlash I got from the iPhone people on my phone is insane. And so I think I'm going to just have to get another number for the iPhone and then y'all can just talk to me on there. Cause you guys are, you guys are insane. The, the backlash, the, the anger, all the Android folks was happy for me. They're like, welcome back, sis. I knew you'd be back. Hey, team green, not the iPhone folks. All the blue bubbles went off on me all last night. What is this? Why can't I voice chat you? Why are you green? What happened T? I changed my mind. Y'all's phone sucks. The video quality is crap. I, I'm a videographer. I like to film stuff. I, I couldn't, thank goodness, I, I, I was thinking about this. As much stuff I was filming during 2020 during the riots, I thank goodness everything was shot on the Android. Imagine if it was on the iPhone, the quality would have been shit. Y'all wouldn't have been able to see all them details, all the drama that was going on in the Twin Cities. Thank goodness for my iPhone, I mean for my Android. <laughs> so I think that's what I'm going to do, y'all. I think I'm going to just end up getting like, just... Chad, maybe some prepaid minutes. I'm not going to use the phone um, for for the iPhone people because you guys are pampered and ridiculous. The fact that people are legit mad that I went back to Android, it says a lot about you guys. It, it really does. And I remember I just, I didn't understand like this whole phone thing. You know, I didn't grow up with this whole phone era. 
And I remember like, you know, I didn't know it was that big a deal like in school, right? And one of my homeboys had to like really sit me down and talk to me because he was like, you know, you need to get your kids an iPhone. And I just felt like I don't think, you know, kids who are in junior high, you know, even high school, well, they were like in junior high at the time. I was like, I don't think they need like a really expensive iPhone. Like the iPhone was more than my Android. And he was like, but people keep clowning your kids. I'm like, they're, they're clowning my kids. People were making fun of my kids because they're like, your mom's a YouTuber. Why do y'all have an Android? They were, they use these iPhones as a social status. So they were making fun of my children for having an Android. <laughs> so because of that, in the top of my homeboy, I just went and got them iPhones. So these kids are team iPhone. So of course, when I was, you know, texting the both the boys, they're like, what is this? Why did you leave? Why did you go back to Android? So because I prefer Android. You messed up the group chat, mom. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's a crazy world that we're living in. But yeah, I, I, I love my Android. So that's going to be my main phone. I'm going to just get a little prepaid. Maybe put like maybe 25 minutes on the iPhone and y'all can send me whatever voice chat y'all need to damn send me. Okay. But y'all's attitudes were disgusting last night. Y'all ain't going to shame me. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah. iPhone people are psycho. They are. We see y'all talking about little Eli talking about Team Apple. We see y'all the rotten Apple people in the chat. <laughs> so, y'all, it's a lot to talk about. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you guys for joining me on this Good Friday, honey. Now, Fat Joe has been getting drugged for the past 48 hours on YouTube. Now, who remembers when I told y'all? See, I, I, I'm a good predictor of what's about to happen on this damn platform because I've been here for a while, right? And I remember during 2020, all the celebrities were flooding here. I'm like, fuck are y'all flooding here for? Ain't y'all supposed to be rich? Oh, y'all are bored now because y'all can't go on tour. Y'all's not able to rap and act. Remember, every celebrity wanted a podcast. They wanted a YouTube channel. Hey, you guys, come follow me on YouTube. Make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe. And we, the people, said, no, fuck y'all. We got our phase, okay? We got the folks who've been here from day one who are just like us. They're not walking around with diva attitudes and arrogance. We'll stick to watching them. So many of those people fell by the wayside. You notice a lot of them, they're not, they're not making their cooking videos no more. They're not doing hair tutorials. They're not doing makeup tutorials because nobody cared. We don't care. We're, you know, YouTube was meant for just regular schmegler people. So... What I've noticed, though, there's there's a there's still a small sector that didn't leave. And one of those people who refuses to leave is Fat Joe. And I've asked y'all this a few times. I'm like, does he still make music or does he just sit online and gossip all day? Because to me, he's no different than what I do. You, you know, he just sits and spills and sips tea. You know, I thought he was, you know, part of Terror Squad. I'm like, what happened? He went from damn Terror Squad to the T-Squad. All he does is gossip. Oh, you know what? And then I was thinking this and then Kanye and then I caught Nori. <laughs> so anyways, what I've noticed that all these, you know, these rappers who want to be podcasters and everything else, they're not telling us. They're not telling. No, not even us. But, you know, y'all, the, the fans of, of us on YouTube, they're telling y'all not to watch us. They're telling y'all to, you know, y'all better not support people like Charleston White. If not, we're not coming on your platform. So that was T.I. and Lil Boosie early in the week. 
threatening folks and saying, if you bring Charleston White on your platform, they won't come on your platform. Well, I don't want either one of y'all on my platform, so I don't give a damn. You know what I'm saying? Don't affect me. Um, so now Fat Joe is kind of taking the same stance. I want to play out this video of good old Jose. <laughs> Mr. Jealous One Still Envy. Sounds like you're jealous of us, Fat Joe. Okay? Sounds like you're the jealous one. Let me go ahead and play this clip. Let me uh, bring this in here. Give me just a second. Share my good old screen here. This is Mr. Terror Squad himself. He decided to go on a rant against us innocent YouTubers. We're here minding our business, sipping tea, bringing the people what they want to see. And here comes Fat Joe. You can't really talk to people, especially intelligent people. And so they ask me all the time, uh, yo, what about these young rappers? What you we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You want me to tell you, if a young rapper comes to me and asks me for advice, I'm going to give him the greatest advice I have. Right? It's my, my job uh, to be transparent with the youth. Uh, but what can you tell these kids that no one gave them shit, no one gave a fuck about them, they came up from being broke and now they're rich and now they're successful and they did it on their own. You can't tell them what to do. Um, and it's crazy, right? Because I'm guilty. Sometimes I watch this YouTube. And so what I know about YouTube is that they got guys on there that are absolutely nobody. But I mean nobody. I'm trying to figure out what's the criteria. Why have they done? Have they produced this? You know, sometimes I'll be watching like reality shows, love and hip hop, and they got guys on there that I don't know what they did. On the TV show, and they're loving and I it's blasphemy to tell me that these guys are like stars or they created it's crazy. Let me pause this because he's going to rant for about five minutes. Let me come on real quick. Do y'all see the jealousy? Do y'all see the hate, the animosity? This man said it's blasphemy for y'all to be acting like YouTubers are real, you know, media people. It's blasphemy. A man who rapped about selling crap for years where our fans are blasphemous. I see the eggs in the chat. Y'all are messy. Okay, y'all are very messy for them egg emojis. He's saying that it's blasphemy that us YouTubers are as big as we are and that we have a platform. But let me go ahead. We're going we gonna to let Jose finish. Come on, Jose. And I'm not calling out just that show because Moon Scott's a good friend of mine. Um, but when you look at YouTube, you really see some guys with... Anywhere from 20,000, 200,000, whatever, views of people watching them. And we don't know if these guys are child predators or, or not. We don't know shit about these guys. Once again, it goes back to 
value. Every motherfucker tell you, yo, I had dinner last night with an alien. He's sitting right here. And they keep saying they credible enough, confident enough, you start believing this guy hangs out with aliens. Let me pause it again and come back on the screen. So he's saying that, you know, we're basically doing too much as YouTubers. Um, you know, a lot of us are conspiracy theorists. Uh, yeah, I'm a big conspiracy theorist, honey. And if we say it enough, you know, you guys will start believing it. You're mad about us talking about aliens and conspiracies, but you and your rap cohorts literally rap about selling drugs, shooting other black people. You know what I'm saying? Put a put a molly in her drink and she ain't even know it. Y'all rap about the most degenerate shit. Who, who vetted y'all? Y'all just showed up and was like, I'm a rapper. I said, a hip, hop, a hippie, the hippie, hip. nobody vetted you. You just popped up on the scene. So what do you mean? Like, who, who's vetting us YouTubers? Nobody, this is YouTube. Nobody has to vet us. We just showed up one day, got a microphone because we had some shit to get off our chest. There's no vetting process. Is there a vetting process for rap? No. So it's, it's very funny that rappers can, you know, have all types of freedom of speech. They can rap about all types of low vibrational shit. But where Fat Joe cuts it off is YouTubers talking about conspiracies and aliens and doing too much. But he doesn't have the same energy for his rap friends who rap about all types of low vibrational stuff. I find that very, 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 very suspicious, Jose. <laughs> and I do know, all right, it's an era where social media, where everybody has an opportunity to be somebody and say whatever. But yo, you cannot be letting these morons Take up time in, in your brain. Guys, you never accomplished nothing. We don't know who these guys are. And they up here criticizing and talking about shit. Who are you? No, sir. Uh-uh. In my Rafiki voice, the question is, who are you? Who are you? You came here. You came to our platform. Just to, to gossip and spill tea. And you got the right to be access who we are. No. Who are you, sir? Who are you? Okay. My thing is this. He seems to have a lot of vitriol for, for YouTubers, for people who have a voice. How do you come into the comment into the commentary game and come at us and say that we shouldn't really have a voice to speak? And who do we think we are? But again, y'all came here. We didn't go into the rap space. I'm not over here at Hot 97 trying to kick a freestyle. This is what I do. I do commentary. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of guys and females on here who do commentary. And they do good commentary. And they don't have to explain that to you or anybody. This is just another angle of people trying to silence voices. Because now the people have a mic. Now the people can jump online and say, you know what, Fat Joe, um, I didn't like your last album. You know what, Boosie, you're this. You know what, T.I., your son is this. They don't like the fact that regular people now have a platform. They can use their voice. They want gatekeepers. Let's keep it real. They want this industry gatekept. They don't want y'all to tell them nothing. They don't want y'all, unless you guys are giving them undue praises and sucking their peen, they don't want to hear it. The second you hold any of these rappers accountable for anything, then it's, boo, who are they? They're not vetted. They shouldn't even be allowed on the internet to have an opinion. 
Meanwhile, you know what's so funny and interesting? Shocker, guess what? You're on the internet spewing your opinion. Make it make sense. So the only person who can have an opinion is who, Fat Joe? Let's finish listening to what he got to say. Come on, Jose, let's go. And then he's not even good at it. You see how he has to pause and read the comments? Just talk, sir. BJ, what's up, my brother? Who are these guys? What have you done? Nobody's having the, you know, Charles Barkley really was a 10-time All-Star. Shaq was the most dominant player of all time. Kenny the Jet Smith has championships. These guys are commentating a game that they know about. That they won, uh, they won on an elite. They've done to be uh, criticizing music and albums and this and that. Yo, they gotta stop. And that's it. and those are legitimate guys. The YouTube don't know who they are. Anybody can come on there talking some type of crazy shit for you to listen to. Who are they? And you really believe in them? You keep looking at they shit. Yo, anybody telling me drop a cash app or some shit like that? Yo, get the fuck out of here, bro. Get a job. Oh, y'all be hating. You see how they hate on the regular people? Let me come back on my damn string. You see how I knew it was going to boil down to something. He's telling on himself the jealousy be real. Y'all don't never see me out here talking about hit the cash apps and the cash app. People send cash apps and y'all know I am humble and I'm grateful and I try my best to read every cash app. I don't care if you send a dollar or a hundred dollars. These people are literally jealous because you've got regular people who have created a lane for themselves and the people, the fans, you guys truly support and get behind us and they feel away. Because remember, before the internet, the voice of the so-called streets were rappers like Fat Joe and Lil Wayne and Jay-Z and things like that. So he's saying that really, unless you're famous, unless you've played basketball in the NBA or football in the NFL, you shouldn't have no opinion on sports. You shouldn't have a platform to say, hey, that move sucked or this person fumbled. You should just sit back and just, you know, sit back and shut the hell up. And only people in those fields should have an opinion. Sir, this ain't 1990, this ain't 1999. What the fuck? This is 2022. We are all allowed to have an opinion, not saying that everybody's opinion is valid, but everybody's allowed to have one. And the reason why everybody's now on YouTube and on social media talking from their soapbox is because people in the industry gatekeeped, they were gatekeeping media for so long. You have to know somebody, know somebody or suck somebody peeing to even get in the door. I've always wanted to do commentary since the time I was a kid. I was always, you know what I'm saying, talking about celebrity news and just news in general. But I couldn't walk into nobody's ABC studio or Fox or whatever, you know what I'm saying, and ask for a job. No, you got to climb the ladder. You got to apprentice. You got to be the coffee girl. You got to, you know what I'm saying, suck somebody peeing and, you know, climb up the corporate ladder. No, I decided to invest in my damn self and create my own platform. And I thought that's what it was about, being an entrepreneur and working for yourself and building up yourself, building up your own brand. But see, the problem is now this the legacy media, 
And legacy entertainers, they have competition and they don't like that. That's the real tea. The fact that he's talking mess about super chats because nobody, because see, the problem is nobody sends them super chats because for the most part, nobody's going to send somebody who's already established and who's rich. Okay. These millionaires who brag about bling and fur coats and Lamborghinis, the average person is not going to send fat Joe or little Wayne or whoever a super chat. We'll sit and watch you on your live, little Boosie. We'll sit and watch T.I. all day, but nobody's got to just sit there and drop them $100, 25 bucks. And they feel a way about that. But it's funny that the people who send us money, it's because we're broke and we're bums, but these same people buy your albums. So are they broken bums because they're putting money in your pocket? Some people say that rapping is not a real job. Some people feel like, you know what I'm saying, why do rappers and entertainers get paid so much just to spit or just to act? When you have doctors and lawyers and teachers not even making a fraction of what entertainers make. Do we knock you? Do we say that you shouldn't have? No, we let you ride out and, you know what I'm saying, stunt and do what you want to do. But I find it very hypocritical that now they're mad because regular people are eating. We're going to go back and let me go ahead and play some more of what he had to say. It's unbelievable. Motherfucker tell you enough. Y'all was with an alien. I was this and this. You'll fucking believe it. You talk about Kanye West. At least motherfucker according to him, he's a billionaire. Eight billion, nine billion. He's done something. He's made some of the most incredible music. But these guys... Well, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. Watch your kids from watching these guys. I don't know who they are. Who are they? So you want the parents to watch their children from watching people like me, Hassan Campbell, Ten Toes Down, DJ Academics, um, Armand Wiggins, uh, sweet Ma for life. You know, all the people who do commentary, Camille's corner, you know what I'm saying? So, so the, the parents, Oh, think about the children. What about the children? Think about the kids. So you want the parents to not, you know, let the kids watch us, but you have no problem with these same parents buying concert tickets for their kids to come see you rapping concert. To come see Lil Boosie rapping concert. To come see Jay-Z and T.I. And all these rappers, okay, who rap about fuck shit. Not all the ones I mentioned, but you know, just in case. The SoundCloud rappers. The ones who rap about drugs and lean and having sex and all this crazy stuff. So the parents shouldn't protect their kids from that. It's us that they need protection from. That's bullshit, Fat Joe. That's bullshit. I see a lot of hateration. And then he said, well, Kanye's a billionaire. He's worth like $9 billion. He's made a lot of music. So he deserves a platform. He has the right to speak. Yeah, Kanye has the right to say whatever he wants to say. But why is it only predicated, why is it, why is it predicated that he can say what he wants to say because he's worth billions of dollars? Why is his opinion and his soapbox more valuable than mine because I'm not a billionaire? That's silly. I research, I drop knowledge, I help people. 
So you're not going to tell me that I'm not worthy of my platform because I'm not a billionaire or because I don't have some type of celebrity status or because I don't have a degree in journalism or because I don't work for the own network or whatever. It's just a bunch of jealousy is what I'm seeing. And it's really sad. Let me go ahead and play the rest. You take their words, these YouTube guys, and we don't know who they are, over people that you've known for 20, 30 years. I'm, so, I'm sorry I have to keep interrupting because this is so silly to me. You take YouTubers' words over people that you guys have known for 20, 30 years. We don't personally know you, Fat Joe. I know you from the song, What's Love? It's about, I mean, he got some bops, don't get me wrong. Okay? The Jose album was a banger, but we don't personally know you. I don't, I, you know, you've been in the game for 20, 30 years, but you've never done anything for me. You don't know me. You don't know my family. You don't know my, you know, what I go through my day-to-day struggle. This is insane. By that logic, then, are we not supposed to hold R. Kelly accountable because we've known him for 30 years? We don't know you guys personally. R. Kelly's been in the game for 30 years, and guess what R. Kelly was doing? He was hiding people in his house, making sex slaves out of them, and doing all types of crazy stuff. We don't personally know y'all. Just because you've been rapping for 30 years does not mean that we personally know y'all and does not mean that we have a personal interest in your voice or what you got to say about any said topic, sir. I'm just saying. That's insane. I've been here for 30 years, Okay. You know, one time I was watching YouTube and it was a Spanish dude. He was telling the story, yo, and Fat Joe and Jay-Z had a fight and Beyonce, they carried her down the stairs and Fat Joe fought the 100 guys and this, bro, sounded like the most amazing shit in the world. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Here's the problem. I never met this guy in my life, and everything he said was not true. But the biggest, he had me intrigued in the story. I would get him to write some shit. He's such a liar. Show ass out of here, Joe. <laughs> Ooh, Fat Joe, mad, honey. He hotter than bacon grease. He said the guy had the story. He was so intriguing. He'd have him write some shit. It's funny, like, granted, there's a lot of liars on YouTube. He ain't lying about that. There's bitches who just wake up and make up stuff, trying to go viral, trying to make a name for themselves, and all types of goofy stuff. So, yeah, you do got a lot of liars on this platform. But there's also a lot of liars, guess where? In hip-hop. How many rappers have rapped about, oh, I did this in the streets, and I was the man, and I sold the most drugs, and I have eight bodies, and then we find out Plies was a nurse. He was a registered nurse. You're literally rapping about your brother's life. You did none of that stuff in the streets. 
So a lot of people in hip hop tell fabricated stories of shootouts that never happened, of drug deals gone bad when all they did was, you know, buy weed from the weed man. You was never moving weight. You just know how to tell a good story. Well, you got some of them people here on the internet as well, unfortunately. <laughs> so Fat Joe is upset. And I just find this very interesting. I feel like these rappers and a lot of these celebrities are starting to come at us here on this platform. And I don't like it. And I don't care what nobody says. I'm always going to ride for the YouTube platform itself. Maybe not YouTube because YouTube be doing some shady stuff, especially to my channel. But for this platform that has basically paved a way for so many people to eat, take care of their families, build some type of generational wealth, invest, you know, get them in front of people that they would never have access to. That's what it was about. It was for regular people who couldn't make it in the industry. You know what I'm saying? They either said you weren't good enough, you weren't light enough, you weren't pretty enough, you weren't tall enough. And so everybody took all of those rejections and they brought it here to this space. And we were able to create something out of that. So for these rappers who will be the first ones to cry about censorship. The second people are saying, your lyrics are terrible. You shouldn't be saying this. You shouldn't be talking about killing other black men. You shouldn't be talking about, you know, poisoning your own community. What's the first thing they say? Oh, y'all are trying to take my freedom of speech. Y'all are trying to teach, tell me how I should rap. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are trying to censor me. So it's very interesting that these rappers like Lil Boosie and others will cry about censorship. Little Boosie was banned off of Twitter and Instagram, I don't know how many damn times, for him doing commentary and just acting a damn fool. And what was the first thing he was crying about? Censorship. Mark Zuckerberg, it ain't fair. Y'all are trying to censor me. I'm allowed to have an opinion. Mark Zuckerberg, let me get my account back. So it seems like when they're censored, we're all supposed to come and kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya and, and, and pray and, you know, oh, we're supposed to fight the white man to get Boosie his platform back. But as soon as they don't like something that somebody else is saying that's not a celebrity, now it's okay for them to come together like Voltron and say, y'all shouldn't listen to these YouTubers. Y'all need to ban Charleston White. Y'all better take down this interview. I don't like that. Because like I always say, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. So if y'all can get up here and, and shout y'all's opinion from the rooftop and have an opinion about everything under the sun, why y'all trying to then turn around and censor other people? Like I've always said from day one, the commentary game is not built for everybody. People try and get into the commentary space because they have an opinion. And what I never respect is people who want to do commentary and have an opinion about everything under the sun. But the second they're the subject of that conversation, it's an issue. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Like I said, I've never been bothered about people making videos, talking shit about me. I don't give a flying fuck. That is your energy. That makes me no difference. I'm going to still do me over here on this channel, okay? So my thing is you cannot sit here and have an opinion about everything under the sun. And then the second somebody don't like you or they have an opinion about you, good or bad, because that's what comes with the territory, then you're crying foul. It doesn't work that way. You're better off ignoring that person because then eventually they'll get bored and go sit the hell down. So I, I, just, I just find it very interesting that some of the people who have talked the most bravado are some of the most sensitive when it comes to people talking about them.
That doesn't make any sense. If anything, it's free advertisement. I love when bitches talk about me. Good. Put my name in the title, bitch. Bring more people to my channel because I'm never going to mention you. So why do they care if you're a celebrity and you're a big time rapper? Why do you care if some insignificant YouTuber is doing commentary about you or talking about you? When you're big and wealthy and you have all these connections, you really shouldn't care. Now, if they're just spewing nothing but lies, I get that. Then at that point, you know, that's where that's when the lawsuits come out. But if it's just somebody commentating on your bad behavior or maybe they don't like a song that you put out or the fact that your child is out here wiling, you don't have the right to then censor somebody, especially when you make music that some people see as a detriment to the culture and not really Fat Joe. Fat Joe, I mean, besides a few times he's rapped about selling crack, most of his music for the most part has been fun and, you know, lighthearted. You know, I like Fat Joe's music. So I'm not going to take that from him, you know, but. Some of the other rappers. I find it very interesting. But child, they drug him. The, the, the black hood section of YouTube. Y'all know that hood section with all the black guys. They wasn't playing. They drug Fat Joe. Drug him from. Damn, they took him from the Bronx to Puerto Rico and back. They weren't playing with his ass. So he came back today with a part two. <laughs> he said he wanted to explain himself. After he got drugged by the hood sector of YouTube, them hood dudes ain't playing that shit. You ain't about to fuck up their bag. They ain't never seen this much money. Fat Joe. So the hood sector came together and drug him. So now this is what Fat Joe had to say earlier today. Let me share my screen real quick. All right, Jose. So what I had said the other day, I wasn't violating all YouTubers. Because I watch YouTube. What I was asking was a clear question. Can anybody get on social media, get on YouTube, rock the bells, and just start talking about rappers and celebrities, families, any which way they want to, violate them, call them all type of stuff, and tell you about this, tell you about... Bro, I don't know how to explain it. I mean, Fat Joe, whether you like him or not, you know this guy 30 years. Some of these guys you know for 30 years, you know, DJ Envy or Sean. Who are these guys that make them qualify to sit up in there? So now if we're looking at them like, yo, this is comedy, ha, 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 I get it. But to actually, every couple of months, some YouTuber dude comes out to the woodworks and he's more Looney Tunes than the last one. And, 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 and so the wildest shit they say, the more you're going to click on it and think this, this, that. This ain't to stop their hustle, but this is to know who's valid. Who's valid? Just because you get on there and start talking wild shit about people, this, this, that. I don't know if you live in a barn. What kind of financial, uh, <laughs> what kind of financial advice can I take from you? I don't know if you living in a barn, a farm. The projects with a backdrop, did it? You might be fucked up in your pockets, legendary, and you trying to give me some sort of advice? Now, I guess it's entertainment. That's cool. I get entertained sometimes. I watch this thing on YouTube where they talk about all the riots and fights in uh, Rikers Island. That's dope. So they show like a picture of right design to get old school dudes to start talking about a war and this and that. You know, I get intrigued by that. 
I mean, a lot of us like, uh, you know, what they call that shit? Dirty TV or whatever it is. But sometimes, you know, I bug out because I'm a stand-up dude and, and, and I watch everything from YouTube to everything. If you're doing stuff, don't think I ain't seeing you. And when I see it, be like, yo, who's this dude? Like, like, do we even know this guy to be talking about somebody I know for 20 years? Who are these guys? I support the culture in every aspect. You know, I watch YouTube and I watch Matt Hoffa and I love the way his shit is. That's why I went over there and sat in the hot seat and gave him a legendary interview. All right, sir. Bye. <laughs> All right, next. Hey, but Matt Hoffa is a rapper too. So, I mean, you're acting like you went to like a regular YouTuber's platform. You went to another rapper's platform. Child. Anyways, um, I just, I don't know, I just, I, I just felt a way, you know, like I said, I'm very protective of this platform, um, not because of, you know, YouTube and the establishment, but the fact that this is a platform that was created initially for anybody, right? And we're talking about regular people to have a space to not only do commentary and express themselves, but to make skits, to teach people how to do hair, how to do makeup, how to style clothing, how to fix cars how to go hunting, just all, you know, just a wealth of information. So I don't like this whole, I want to gatekeep me and me and my rapper friends that I've known 20, 30 years. We want to gatekeep who can be on this platform and who can have something to say that is BS. And that is censorship at its finest. And I'm seeing a lot of censorship going on. And that's the part that's very frustrating. You know, Everything from even the Kanye West interview, the whole Charleston White, T.I. and Boosie situation. And now you have Fat Joe trying to call out, you know, other YouTubers. And I believe the YouTuber he's like mad at or really has an issue with is Hassan, Hassan Campbell. You know, but again, why do you care? If you're booked and busy and rich, why are you on YouTube watching people that you deem is crazy and they believe in aliens? They're all crazy. Who are these crazy people? Well, if we're crazy, why are you watching us? Because there's a lot of crazy people on YouTube. And guess what? I don't know they exist because I don't watch them. I might run across it. I'm like, who the hell is this next? And I won't ever come back. I hit not interested. So they never come back in my feed. So you have to do. Why well, keep watching the crazies? So I, don't, I, I just, I hear a lot of jealousy. I think a lot of these rappers and a lot of these celebrities, not just the rappers, a lot of these celebrities too, they feel a way. Because you have a lot of people who've been able to eat off of this platform, make a name for themselves, build up themselves, and they didn't have to go through the industry. They didn't have to suck and fuck, okay? They don't have a bunch of nudes on the internet. They're not on OnlyFans jerking off and doing all types of unbecoming things for a check. And I think it bothers some of these and he's not a pseudo celebrity. He's very established. I'm not saying that. But some of like the reality TV show celebrities and things like that, you know how they try and talk mess like all oh, these little YouTubers, these little bloggers. Yeah, these little bloggers keep a lot of y'all fed and in the in the in the algorithm, because if it wasn't for these YouTubers talking about y'all and creating content about y'all, no one would be checking for y'all. So all that trying to talk down to the blogs and to, and to YouTubers like you're way up here and they're down here. I think not. Because they seem to have all this love for legacy media and the white media. They support them, 
But when it comes to regular, you know, black entertainers, black, you know, social media people, black commentators, it seems to always be some type of issue. So I don't agree with that at all. I don't agree with that. So let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Because I love my super chats. I shit. Fat Joe crazy is here. Because if you get super chats, you're just a bum. Absolutely not. It means that these are people who rock with you and they're going above and beyond to prove that they rock with you so much so that they're taking money out their own pocket to support you. That means a lot. That is that 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 means so much when people are able to still support you, even with everything that's going on in the economy and everything else. So to sit there and try and clown that is silly. If anything, that those are your fans showing that they really support and they really love you. So you're silly for that one. Um, let me see here. C. Johnson sent $4.99. Says, happy Friday, Auntie. All of the hard work you do never goes unnoticed. I appreciated it, and I'm ready to sip this tea. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming through, and happy Friday. Erin uh, Moore sent $9.99. She says, hey, Auntie, just sending you some appreciation. Love you and your channel. Thank you so much, Erin. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. Jaguar sent $20. She says, thank you, T, for this. I had a rough day. Well, I hope your day starts getting better. Thank you so much for joining me. So I'm glad you're here. Um, let's see. T Genesis at $9.99. He says, T, I know you probably will never see my face, but I want to let you know that I love you. That is so sweet. Thank you so much. And I love you too. Thank you for coming through and supporting and, you know, just coming through to spend this Friday with me. I appreciate that. So thank you. Um, Let's see here. Roz Golden sent $4.99. She says, can we send voice chats? Oh, we can send voice chats to Androids. It's a separate voice recording app. They just don't know how to use that feature and took it out on you, left my ass off. I've seen that app. They charge. That's the problem. Apple charges for everything. It's called Droid Talk or something like that because I went to download it. And then they were like, it's a, I think like $3.99 a month. I'm not paying $3.99 a month to send a voice chat that should be free. Absolutely not, Apple. So I do know about it, but I, I refuse to pay that when I can record a video free. So Apple's just greedy. <laughs> but thank you so much. Um, let's see here. Miss Mac 1920 says, hey, T, today is your nephew's 18th birthday. He asks if you could shout him out. Love you, sis. T sipper for the last five years. Who's my nephew? <laughs> what is it? You didn't leave his name. Well, shout out to my nephew, T. Sipper. Appreciate you. Happy 18th birthday. Enjoy your day. Are we, um, are we still in Libra season? Or is it Scorpio season yet? I'm a Leo, so I don't keep up. If it ain't, if it ain't July, August, I know nothing. Are we still in Libra season? I'm gonna wait for the chat to tell me, but happy birthday to to, uh, to your son. Y'all are a mess. Okay, so it's still Libra. Okay, so he's a Libra. That's what's up. <laughs> um, let's see here. Lady Lex says, T. Oh, T Gates with the two phones. Hashtag iPhone. I got two phones. One for the plug and one for the low. I got two phones. That's my jam. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. Shy Guy sent 10. Says, love you, T. Your deep dives teach me so much stuff. I had no idea about glad I became. I had no. Oh, I had no idea about. I'm glad I became a member. Next is the Discord. LOL. Thank you so much. And I'm really glad that you're loving the deep dives. Definitely watch them all. There's just a wealth of information. 
Um, and what I was telling the Discord the other night was it is very funny that I did that water deep dive when I did because a lot of times I never tell you guys what I'm going to do a deep dive on. And sometimes in the middle of the research and editing, I'll just change my mind, right? And it was so many times I wanted to change my mind about doing that water deep dive, but something in my spirit was like, no, you need to talk about this water crisis and what's going on and how serious it's getting. And I thank God that I did that deep dive last month. And fast forward a month later, what is in the news? The crabs are gone. There's over a billion crabs, honey, that have, they're gone. They can't find them. They left. They're saying it might be due to climate change because the water's getting warmer, like I spoke about in that deep dive, and the crabs are gone. So prepare, okay, all, all the people who love crab legs with corn and potatoes, a lot of y'all's play with crab shacks, probably going to go out of business because crabs are going to get very, very expensive. The crabs are gone. A billion crabs gone. They have shut down crabbing season in Alaska. So these are just some of the things that we talk about on Discord. So along with that, the Mississippi River is losing a lot of water. There are ships <laughs> that sunk in the river that they're finding. So the water crisis situation is very, very real. So I don't know what made me just want to really do that deep dive, but I'm glad that I did. So if you guys have not watched that water deep dive, I suggest you watch it because it's, it's even more situations going on now. And I shot that video over a month ago. So thank you so much for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. The King of Bakersfield sent a $2 sticker. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Bruce Kenton sent $4.99. Says, hey, T, love the documentary. I commend you for your diligent reporting skills. You always show the larger platforms how docs should go. Love you. Thank you so much. I'm really glad you liked it. I appreciate that. Um, oh, Saban. I hope I said that right. Saban said $99.99. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, she says, T, I wanted to show you some love. Been struggling, sis, and got out of my bind a day after the Discord closed again. I cried, LOL. Just glad I can send you something to show that you've helped me by who you are and what you do. Keep shining, love. Hit the like button, T-Sippers. Thank you so much. Thank you. I, that really means a lot, especially when you said you've been going through it and just, you know, going through your struggles. So thank you for just taking time out to come and, you know, send a super chat. I appreciate it. And, you know, send me an email. Send me an email. I remember your name because that's a very unique name. Send me your email and we'll see what we can do to try and get you in there. So thank you. Um, let's see here. Don't the rest of y'all send me email. I said, Savon, I don't want to go to my inbox. And there are about 50 emails like, hey, hey, T. I was just wanting to know if I could get in too. <laughs> remember, remember Sam's on um when he when he got kicked out the school, <laughs> Mr. Clark. <laughs> remember he was like, Mr. Clark, can I talk to you, Mr. Clark? He was like, Yeah, what do you want? He was like, Yeah, I was one of those kids that you kicked out, and I think it was an accident. Mr. Clark put out that damn list. He was like, Yeah, no, it was no accident. You're smoking crack. You're smoking crack and disrespecting your teachers. <laughs> <laughs> you smell crap, don't you? Like, don't y'all come with that Sam energy? Like, hey, T, I didn't get in the Discord, so. No, I said Saban. Nobody. <laughs> y'all know I'm a mess, honey. But thank you for the super chat. Uh, let's see here. 
Uh, now Jay says, what's up, T, at work? About to catch the playback. Just wanted to say excellent work on your last deep dive. Can't wait to the next one. Also with the Zoom. Also, when is the Zoom Halloween party? This is the first time since I joined Discord. We're going to do the Zoom party um, next Friday because Halloween, I believe, is on a Monday. Yeah, Halloween is on a Monday. So um, we'll do it Friday. So I have my little costume ready. I'm definitely ready to, you know what I'm saying, play some fun music and, you know, just have fun. I do my do, like my little Halloween parties every year. I've been doing it ever since we opened Discord, just because a lot of us don't necessarily go out and celebrate Halloween. So it's just a fun way for us to, you know, vibe to some fun music and just, you know, have a little costume contest and stuff like that. So you will have fun. Um, make sure you put on some type of costume, you know, do something to your face, honey, because um, we'll be giving away prizes. So thank you. Let's see here. Uh, Daldaz sent a $4.99 super sticker, says, keep it up. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, let's see. Oh, my God, we got another $100 super chat. Raven Black sent $100. Thank you so much, Raven. I appreciate you. She says, hey, T, I'm at work right now. I'll catch the playback. Just sending some love. One thing I've noticed about rappers through the years is that they want to hold the world accountable for its wrongdoings, but can't look in the mirror and do the same for themselves. Mm. Talk about it, sis. You know, and, and that's my issue is that all these rappers, they have so many opinions about everything under the sun, and they're allowed to. Don't get me wrong. But when you start trying to censor people, that's when I have an issue with that. Because now you're being a hypocrite. Because if these white publications and these media outlets say, hey, we don't want any of this gangbang drill rap music. Remember, when they were trying to ban drill rap, when, when Mayor Adams in New York was trying to ban drill rap because them little boys kept killing each other. What happened? All the rappers came out the woodwork with their capes. Oh, no, you can't ban drill. You know what I'm saying? That's censorship. No, we're not going to let y'all ban drill. So they'll fight for death. They'll fight for, for young boys rapping about killing each other and stabbing each other in the subway. But then for somebody just speaking truth to power, now it's an issue. Now all we do is just, you know, uh, worship aliens and, 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 and dabble in conspiracies. Very interesting. So thank you for the super chat, love. Uh, let's see here. 21 Videos says, hey, T, much love and respect from a fellow tea sipper who stays watching you all the time. Hope to be back in the Discord family soon. Definitely. Email Mari. Um, once your, you know, suspension or whatever is up, just come back in. So just let her know. Because usually when people get removed from the Discord, you got to wait about a month to come back. So just check in with her and she'll check and let you know. So thank you. Um, Zara says he sounds jealous because YouTubers made their own table and are eating off of it. Exactly. For the most part, we're not really beholden to anybody. You know, granted, you know, YouTube can be on some messed up stuff sometimes and censor our videos and, you know, take things down and you know, child restrict stuff, you know, but for the most part, we're not beholden. You know, I don't have Revolt TV on my, in my ear, like, oh, you can't interview Kanye. I don't have iHeartMedia saying you can't talk to yay, but all those outlets are telling people who are with them that they can't, you know, talk to Kanye. So that's the difference because we do have freedom. I think it kind of bothers them. A lot of these rappers are stuck in these slave contracts. You know, they're, they're doing all this and they're having to, 
live these lifestyles that they really technically can't afford. Matter of fact, that young man, um, YK Osiris, and he was at Cardi's party. I remember seeing him. He was in the car over the weekend crying. And I mean, my heart just went out to him. And I saw some people making fun of him and saying, oh, he's weak. And it's like, you know, him crying is showing you what's really going on in the industry. He's saying he's not making no money off his music. And he's a talented guy. He can rap. He's like, he's not making no money. He hasn't seen his kids. You know what I'm saying? But everybody looks at these people and they think they just live in the best life because they're showing you an image. They're showing you a highlight reel. You know, you're seeing the cars and the fur and the jewelry, but you don't know if it's really theirs, if, it, if they're renting it, you know? So I felt really bad for him. And I hope instead of people just saying, oh, you know, I hope you get better. We're praying for you. Why is the rap community not putting their arms around that young man? You know, Fat Joe's over here cussing out YouTubers. We're fine. Why, why don't y'all go and go put your arms around him and make sure he's good? How about that? Not saying that they're not, because I don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. But what I'm saying, why are y'all not speaking about his situation publicly and just showing him public support? Because y'all love to support people behind the scenes, but not publicly. So yeah, I just think that's sad. Somebody says, oh, Cyrus better go get a job. He might need to, because obviously rap is not working for him, but it's still sad to see him breaking down crying like that. Because again, people really be going through stuff and people dismiss it, just like that young black girl, Raven, who had offed herself. She was gorgeous, amazing body, beautiful face. She's dating a rapper. You know, she's living the life that so many girls, you know, were looking up to. And the girl, you know, took herself out. People are really going through stuff. And sometimes YouTube is what keeps all of us sane. I know there be times I be depressed, I be going through it. But when I come and I do a live stream, I feel better. Y'all see me when I had the Zoom meeting the other day, I was sick. I was not feeling good. I took a hot shower. I came on Zoom. I had my scarf, had my damn hoodie. I was not feeling good. But by the end of that Zoom, because of y'all's energy and just the positive energy and us talking and, you know, just having real conversation and dialogue, I felt so much better by the time the Zoom ended. I was able to just kind of just rest because I haven't been sleeping because that damn documentary I was editing. So I, I felt so much better, you know, because that stuff takes a toll. You know, when you're editing and dealing with dark shit, it just takes a toll on you. You know, so, yeah, so a lot of this stuff, it's not even about us just wanting to be on our soapbox or just hear ourselves talk. Like, this is a real connection. I, I'm really connecting with you guys, and you guys are really connecting with me. And that's what these artists don't understand. And not even, so, and I'm not going to just say these artists, because some of these YouTubers are big-headed, too. There's a lot of YouTubers who I see are kind of getting big-headed, where they feel like, you know, the same fans who make them, all of a sudden, they're better than them. And people need to understand, you may not always be on top. You got to be humble because the same folks you see on your way up, you'll see on your way down. And people make it seem like it's not a cool thing to hang with your fans and your supporters. Hell nah. My supporters are who got me to where I'm at. That's why when I have a party and I have get-togethers, if I can invite some tea sippers, I do. That's why when I did the live event, I went all out. I spent a lot of money, didn't have not one sponsor, but it was worth it to like meet the people who have been supporting me for years. And that's what it's about. And I think instead of, you know, Joe and all these people going in on regular folks and talking down to us and saying that we shouldn't have an opinion because we're not billionaires or because we're not basketball players or entertainers, understand that it is us regular people, Jose, who bought your CD and put money in your pocket so that way you could afford the lifestyle that you're living. 
So you never, never shit on the fans and never talk down to us. Because as soon as you get to that type of mentality, I won't ever buy nothing from you again. And that goes for T.I. and Boosie as well. I don't like that stuff. I don't like that censorship stuff. Uh, let me see here. Kayla says, T, I think these rappers are thinking, th these rappers thinking they're, they're superior to YouTubers is hilarious. Anyways, I'm sick of this anti-crab agenda. Wake up. Thank you. Thank you so much, sis. Thanks for coming through. Yeah, it is. It's sad. What's up, young Kobe? He sent $20. He says, Jose, jealous one, still envy, is fitting the old media. They are not transparent, and it is filtered to control the masses. Ain't nobody got time for that. It's time to stop worshiping these broken human beings. I'm so tired of these celebrities. Amen. And I think that's what it is. They understand that a lot of people are no longer paying attention to legacy media. You know, I may not be the biggest, you know, AK fan. You know, he has his issues, you know. But one thing I will say is there was a lot of jealousy going his way when he finally stopped doing that ignorant Warren Chirac and was just focusing like on SoundCloud rappers and giving, you know, people who wouldn't have gotten a shot in the industry. He was giving them a platform and so many industry cats were pissed. Because when he would bring people like XXX and 6ix9ine and, you know, uh, Trippy Red and all these guys that were these SoundCloud rappers, he bought them on their platform and he gave them, you know, visibility. And the fans went to go support these guys and all these underground SoundCloud rappers started becoming even bigger than some of the mainstream rappers. So we do have influence. We do have the power to change stuff. And I'm not going to let no celebrity, I don't give a damn who you are, make me feel like I'm not influential. Because a lot of y'all sit and watch us, take from us, regurgitate our shit, take notes, have your people watch our stuff, and then you guys regurgitate on y'all's podcast. So I know we're moving the culture. Even if even if I never get credit, even if I never you know get credit from the mainstream, I don't care. I know the work that I put in. Is, is helping to move and motivate people and educate and edify people, period. So I stand on that. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Jen, uh, JFE fan 97 sends $7 says more YouTube commentators, especially like T, uh, gatekeep media, thumbs down. Exactly. Yeah, people don't have time for that stuff no more at all. So how long? Oh, I've been out here already an hour. Oh my gosh. Okay. Shout out to everybody in the house. Thank y'all for coming through on this good Friday. So I want to go ahead and talk about this situation before I go here. I'm not going to be on here for two hours. We got to talk about Black China. She is being accused of possibly trafficking females. Okay. This girl came out. Her name is Ava Louise, and she is she's accusing Black China of basically keeping her hostage in her home and potentially trying to traffic her. So this situation is just really, really disturbing. I'm going to show you guys some of these clips before I show you guys the video. Give me just a second here. Okay, so this is her, Ava Louise. Uh, this is Black China in her DMs with the dates here. So they don't pull the video from TikTok, which you know us, honey. We keep receipts. And here goes the video on my page. <laughs> China held me hostage, and I'm pretty sure she was trying to sex traffic me. 
This is the only time in my life I've ever felt real fear, and it is the scariest thing that has ever happened to me. I finally feel safe enough to share the story because this happened back on August 10th, and it's been a little bit of time. I don't have time to go into the details, but China and I met on Instagram. As you can see, we were DMing. I ended up sending her my number. She FaceTimed me at 3 a.m. LA time. My best friend, Alex Marker, was on the FaceTime call as well. As you can see, Black China follows my best friend, Alex Marker, on Instagram. So while China was FaceTiming with me and Alex, she invited me over to her house at 4 a.m. In hindsight, going to Black China's house at 4 a.m. was probably stupid, but I'm me. I love a good adventure, and come on, who's going to turn down going to Black China's house and meeting Dream Kardashian? Long story short, I get there. I have to sign an NDA, but this NDA was unlike any other NDA I've ever signed in my life. I had to put down all kinds of identifying features about myself on this NDA, like my eye color, my hair color, my height, what I was wearing. I was like, okay, this is really strange. Right after I signed the NDA is when China very intimidatingly said, all the stories you read about me kidnapping people are true. Now, I've never seen any stories about China kidnapping people. I read them after this happened to me. I got a gut feeling I was in danger, but there was nothing I could do because I was in a gated home. I couldn't unlock the gate and get out. This is the only photo I have from inside China's house. It was in her guest house, like a sign. My phone was on 3% and she wouldn't let me charge it. So there was really nothing I could do. I was really screwed. For six hours, China held me hostage. She drank an entire bottle of Casamigos in front of me. She like wouldn't let me be alone. Every time she had to use the bathroom, she would make me go into the bathroom with her. She took shits in front of me. She forced me to take a wet towel and wipe off all of my makeup. She was doing weird things all night, like comparing her hand sizes and trying on my shoes. She kept telling me that I had to stay until 10 a.m. because that's when Dream was going to be out of the home. And she was going to go crazy on me at 10 a.m. Black China held me hostage and I'm pretty sure she was trying to sex traffic me. This is the only time in my life I've ever felt real fear, and it is the scariest thing that has ever happened to me. I finally feel safe enough to share the story because this happened back on August 10th, and it's been a little bit of time. I don't have time to go into the details, but China and I met on Instagram. As you can see, we were DMing. I ended up... Girl, oh God, let me come back on the screen, that voice. And then we went and we were in the DMs and then Black China took a shit in front of me and then she took a wet... Girl, shut up, breathe. First of all, now she did all this talking, all this, you know, talking all fast and shit, you know, just talking about just relevant stuff. And am I the only one who thought when she was like, Black China took a shit in front of her, and then she went and got a wet, wet, a wet rag. Did I? I thought she was going to say that Black China made her wipe her ass or something. And then I got a wet rag, and then she made me wipe off her makeup. Girl, shut up with this stupid ass story. First and foremost, okay. Now, I'm no big Black China fam, but your story sounds suspect, ma'am. It sounds like you're looking for attention and you're looking to go viral. Now, while she was talking and running her mouth, I didn't hear her one time say, as soon as I left and I got the safety, I caught the damn police. Did I miss that? Was she talking too fast and my ears missed that? I don't recall her saying anything about she caught the police, went to the police station, got some type of art kit, nothing. I'm going to just run a TikTok and tell my story. You're an idiot. If you feel like this woman was trafficking you, 
And there's a lot of weird shit that goes on in Hollywood. Don't get me wrong. Okay. There's, I don't, there's all these Hollywood people are weird. But if you really felt like you were being trafficked or you were potentially going to be trafficked, why would you not go to the police? Why would you sit here and say this story for TikTok, knowing that other young girls behind you could actually be trafficked? Make it make sense. So I see a lot of people are dragging China. They're calling her, a, you know, a trafficker and all this stuff. I'm not jumping on that bandwagon. I need receipts. And somebody sliding in your DMs and talking to you, I that doesn't prove that you were trafficked to me, especially being that you didn't call the police. I'm really thankful what probably happened is Black China did slide in her DMs. You know, she's a pretty little white girl. They're just selling cooch and something went wrong. They do that a lot in L.A. Hell, selling coochie in L.A. is like currency. Let's keep it real. I think that's what that is. And she's trying to add more sauce to the story because none of it makes sense. First, your phone was almost about to die, was at 3%, but you managed to, you know, leave her home around 10 o'clock in the morning and you still had your phone, but she didn't let you charge it. And then who says that you want to go to somebody's house to meet their children? And Black China's child is, she's little. She's like, what, five? I don't want to go to anybody's house and meet their kids like that. If anything, put your kids in the back room and get them out of grown folks' conversation. Who the hell, like, don't come to my house trying to meet my kids. I don't know, my kids are upstairs in their room living their life. What adult says that? This girl's weird. So I'm not believing her story. I think she's full of shit. I think she's another clout chaser. But, you know, it could have happened. But, again, I need receipts. So before I call somebody a trap, you know, those are strong words. And if you get convicted of trafficking, you're, you're getting time in prison. That's not anything to play with. So for her to come and tell this story, but not have a police report, not have no real receipts is insane. So again, this is why a lot of these celebrities, y'all keep wanting to just slide in people's DMs and y'all don't know whose DMs y'all be sliding into. Some of these people are batshit crazy, mental health issues. Just because somebody's pretty don't mean they're not crazy as cat shit. Y'all might want to watch this slide into folks' DMs and inviting them into your home. I don't know. This, this, this story is just crazy. I'm not buying it. Thank you. Uh, who is that? Milk. He put, Milk Kate put a bunch of caps. Yeah, it just sounds weird. But people be wanting attention and that's the sad part. And now she's viral for this. She's viral. She's getting her attention. You know, she was trending on Twitter. And then watch her come back in a week, you know, crying, Karen, I was threatened. My story, you know, I didn't mean it like that. She's going to come back in a week and try and change it up. Let me go ahead and read some more of these super chats here. Um, Can't, what's up, sis? Says Joey Crack needs to tell everybody to like, share, and subscribe to his channel. (laughs) Facts. That's what it sounds like. He wants more subscribers. That's what that is. Uh, let's see here. Jesse Adams sent five says, do these celebrities think us regular people are uneducated and don't know anything? They think we just need to sit down and entertain them all day. Exactly. There's a lot of people, man. I learn stuff from people every day. No one should ever think that they're the be all end all. You know, I learned stuff from, you know, when we have meetings and just the different lines of work that people do and, you know, the different things that just go on in people's lives throughout the day. I don't care if somebody is a homeless person, a person without no money in their pocket can teach you a life lesson. 
So never just think that you can only get your life lessons from people who have made it or who are financially well off. Maybe you might be able to get some financial tips from them, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they know all the secrets to life. And that doesn't necessarily mean that they're a good person either. Sometimes we get too enamored by somebody's status and money. Money doesn't mean that that person is necessarily a good person or that they're extremely smart. So thank you. Um, Spitting Fire sent five, says speak, speak on it. They try to talk down to YouTubers, but during the pandemic, they sure came to YouTube, sure did. And they came running, tape in hand. All of them. They was all on YouTube. Everybody had a cooking show. Remember Naomi Campbell's weird ass was trying to do collaborations with makeup people. You know what I mean? I'm like, so you, you just going to ignore all these Jeffrey Epstein connections, Naomi? Oh, hey, y'all. We're collaborating. We're going to do some makeup. Okay, ma'am. Child, they was everywhere. They was collaborating with all types of YouTubers. They ain't collaborated since with nobody. So I don't know. I just found it really weird. Like, you, you, they want to talk down to YouTubers all the while wanting to be YouTubers. Make it make sense. You know how I always say a pissed off rapper that, that doesn't, that didn't make it? You know, people who be on YouTube just going in on rappers super hard, like just mad. Because, and then all of a sudden they tell you like, oh, you know, I got an album. Oh, you know, I got a SoundCloud. Maybe I could check it out. Oh, so that's why you're dissing this rapper because you too want to be a rapper, but you didn't make it. That's how I feel about some of these celebrities. They're dissing YouTubers because they want to be the big man on YouTube like they were in the entertainment space. But what they're learning is that YouTube is a space for regular people and the average person. We don't care what you cook for dinner. We don't care that you have maids. We, we just don't care. We want to relate to people who are like us who work a nine to five or, you know, what I'm saying who are parents and they're taking care of their kids and they don't have it all figured out. We'll, we'll, we want to watch you on Love and Hip Hop. We want to just listen to your album. We want to watch you in the movies. And that's how most people look at it. Like, I don't, I haven't really found any celebrities that I found entertaining on YouTube where I'm like, oh, I got to tune in to such and such is live or, you know, I got to tune in and watch this person. I haven't found any. I, everybody I watch on YouTube are just regular people. Mainly truthers, but just regular people, you know, love my conspiracy people. You know what I mean? But it's just regular people. I just feel like they're just more relatable. I don't want to watch somebody who feels like they have to like watch their words because Oh, I'm fine. You know, I'm friends with this person in the industry, so I can't go in or this person did something, you know, messed up, but I can't hold them accountable because, you know, we're friends and they've been to my house. It's, it's I can't do it. It's too much tiptoeing. If you're going to talk about something, then talk about it. So I don't know, man. Let's see here. Uh, Mini Senpai says, hey, fellow Minnesotan, whoop, whoop. Midwest says, I got excited looking at you. Um Looking at you to get attention, looking at you getting the attention that you deserve. Thank you so much. Yes, I represent the Twin Cities. And it's always nice to see a fellow Minnesotan in the chat. So thank you for the super chat, love. Uh, let's see here. Natasha Shame says, hey, T, today's my 40th birthday. It's been one of the worst days ever, but I still wanted to send you some love today. Hashtag Libra season. Oh, Natasha, happy birthday. I'm sad that today is a bad day. And I'm thinking that you might feel like it's a bad day because you're officially 40 and people try to act like, you know, once you turn 40, you're old and all this shit, child, bye. You know, it's a blessing. It's a new chapter in your life. You know what I'm saying? Granted, you wake up in more pain. Everything hurts a little bit more than it did, you know, 10 years ago, but it's a blessing, you know? So, so take this as, as a day 
you know, that God made you in his image. You know what I'm saying? You were born. Celebrate. Enjoy your day. Whatever bad things happen to you early in the day, forget it. Let it go. Woo-sa and enjoy your birthday. So happy birthday, sis. Thank you for coming through. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jennifer says, happy Friday, T. I just wanted to stop by and show your channel some love. Have a blessed weekend. You too, sis, and thanks for coming by. Uh, black, educated, and pretty. I know that's right, sis. I like that name. She says, one year with the squad. Love you, Auntie. Dance, bitch. Dance, bitch. <laughs> Thank you, sis. Appreciate you. Uh, Danielle O sent 999 says, hey, T, love your channel. I've been watching you since 2013. You've inspired me to start a podcast, a Glowhood podcast. Keep being your authentic and beautiful self-love. You are so welcome. And I'm glad I've been able to inspire a lot of people. Do your thing. Like I tell folks all the time, there is enough room for everybody to eat at the table. I don't understand all the backbiting, the fighting, the drama, the, you know, just, just, the, you know, just the mess that goes on sometimes behind the scenes because there's literally room for everybody. You know, like I always say, what God has for you is what God has for you. And what he has for me is what he has for me. So I'm not your competition. I'm in competition with myself. I don't see anybody else's no type of competition. I always try to strive to make my platform and the things I do, my edits, my videos, I always try and just make things better. You know what I'm saying? So definitely focus on you, focus on building your platform and, you know, get it. The podcast world is where it's at. There's money to be had. A lot of these uh, platforms are now monetizing. So y'all definitely take advantage of that. Don't let these celebrities scare y'all into, you know, wanting to speak and create your own platform. Fuck that. They don't run nothing. That's why they're here. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, in instinct, instinct, instinct. I'm sorry. I said insect, girl. I'm tired. Instinct. <laughs> Said <laughs> so 499. She says, Thick Joe is upset that he doesn't have the freedom to express himself the way that YouTubers are because they are puppets. Excuse me, under contract. Mm, I agree. They're not allowed to talk freely. And you know what? Talking freely does not mean being disrespectful. So don't don't get that wrong. You know, I don't agree with people just being just disrespectful, dragging people's kids, lying on people for clicks and views. I will never stand by that. That's low gutter. I think you can be able, you can come online, speak like you have common sense, you know, speak your truth and you don't have to be nasty. You know what I'm saying? I have my opinion about everything under the sun, but I'm not talking about people's kids. I'm not threatening people. I'm not threatening to go fight nobody. You know what I mean? So there's a way that you can do your commentary. You know, and I think that it's a fine line, but I definitely agree with you that they feel stifled, that they can't say what they want to say. They can't be as free as some of these folks on the Internet, because some of these guys, they'll be like, they're, they're like, meet me, meet me in Bronx River. They be ready to go down, you know, goes down. They be ready to fight. Well, Fat Joe can't do that. OK, a lot of these rappers, they can't meet you on the block and fight. Some of these damn YouTubers, they will show up. <laughs> OK, guns blazing, ready to pop out. <laughs> So, you know, it's just, it's just having a fine balance of how you do it. But um, let's see here. Uh, class of 2020. Okay. Sent a dollar 99 says, love you. I am turning 21 tomorrow. Any advice? Oh, 21. To be 21 again. Enjoy it. You are going into a new chapter of your life. 
enjoy your 20s. I think that's one thing I tell myself all the time is that, you know, I had to kind of grow up fast because I had a baby by then. You know what I mean? I had my son at 18. So I was already a mom. And then I was married. So I had to grow up fast. So I didn't really get to enjoy my 20s because I was having to be more of an adult. So if you don't have any kids, you know what I'm saying, and you're turning 21, enjoy. Enjoy. You know what I'm saying? Go out. Have fun with your friends. You know, just learn lessons. Date. Meet people. You know, your 20s are a fabulous time. It's a time for you to bump your head. But like I always say, you know, while bumping your head, learn from your mistakes because nobody's perfect. You're going to make mistakes. Probably going to get too drunk and you know, all that shit. You know, learn from your mistakes. So then that way, by the time you're in your 30s, you know, you're you basically have a lot of things figured out. Another thing I wish I knew when I was younger. I knew it, but I didn't know how to implement it. Right. Because nobody in my family really knew about money and finance and credit and stuff like that. And the thing that you guys have an advantage of over us, and that's what I tell my son all the time, is you guys have the world at y'all's fingertips. Y'all have a wealth of information. When we were your age, we had to go to the library. I mean, there was internet, don't get me wrong, but a lot of times we had to go to the library to get certain books, financial books. You know what I'm saying? You have to know the Dewey Decimal System, honey. Y'all don't know about the Dewey Decimal System, but now y'all got Google. So y'all can Google stuff. There's so many things like, don't just be so enthralled in like the rap music or, you know, the love and hip hop and who's fucking who. Like I say, celebrity gossip is fun. It's a good key key. It's something to sip on. But this is a time that you get yourself financially astute. Learn about credit. Build your credit. Get your money together. If you have a job, let's say, for example, you got paid $200 from your job. Put aside 50 bucks from each paycheck into a savings account for a rainy day and then come back in a year and a half and you'll see how much it's grown. So this is a time for you to get your financial self together. It's better to do it while you're younger. So by the time you're in your thirties, you're going to be good to go. So enjoy your twenties, man. And happy early birthday to you. Yeah. The twenties are are awesome time. They're very awesome time. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Kate the great. What's up, sis? She sent five. She says you need a church hat, because you be preaching every live. Amen. I know you stay booked and busy, but what's your favorite self-care activity? Love you. Love you too. Thank you so much. Um, For me, self-care is relaxing in my tub. I have a huge, nice tub. Um, Fill it up with Epsom salt. Uh, there's this particular bath salt I like. It smells really good. It's like blueberry and aki. It's a bath salt light candles. I dim all the lights. Like I have a, a, a dimmer. So I dim the lights really low. And then like, I'll just sit and relax and I have a TV in my bathroom. So sometimes I'll just lay in there, listen to relaxing music, or sometimes I'll just lay and just listen to like, you know, YouTubers. It depends on the YouTuber. I don't want to be relaxed. And I'm hearing Charleston White cuss every five minutes. I, don't, I can't relax to him. But like, sometimes it might be like a really graceful, you know, I love her videos. I love her conspiracy videos. So sometimes I'll just listen to certain things and catch up. Sometimes I'll just lay in the bathtub and listen to like financial videos and things like that. You know, just as I'm relaxing, just getting edified at the same time. So that's my self-care. You know what I mean? And then when I can, every now and then I'll just go and get a pedicure. So that's always nice as well. I used to go get massages, but child, them massage people, they're all insane. A lot of them have issues. 
that's a whole nother video. I want to get back into getting massages. I just have to find the right massage person because they, they try to get real spicy with me. Now, let me know. Let me talk about it. I ain't got nothing else to do. So let me talk about it on this Good Friday. So y'all remember during the pandemic, right? Everything was shut down. And so they put you on these programs with these massage parlors, you know, where they charge you like 60 bucks a month because it's easier if you get pre-charged and when you come in and do it a la carte. So they would bill me 60 bucks a month. But when the pandemic happened and everything shut down, we couldn't go get the massages. And I would go in and get a massage, like I would say at least once a month, sometimes, you know, twice a month. So for like three months, they kept billing me. But I was cool with that. I said, well, that's fine because once, you know, everything opens back up again, you know, just be a credit, you know, be fine. So when everything opened back up, I was able to use one of my credits. And then something happened on their end where like the car didn't work or something like that. And so the lady called me. He was like, oh, your card didn't go through. We need another card on file. And I said, no, I have about, because I think I had about six credits at the time. I said, no, you don't need another card on file. I want to use all my credits first. Once I use all my credits, then I'll give you a card on file. Because y'all owe me these massages because y'all was billing me anyways. Oh, she got real spicy. Oh, well, we need a card on file. If you don't give us a card, then you can't come here, bitch. Click. Next case. I'm about to argue. I don't a card on file for what? When you owe me credits. So I went right on up there. I want all my money reimbursed now. Now I got my reimbursement. I have not been back to the massage people since. I don't like stuff like that. Because you're trying to keep billing me, even though you owe me something. You owe me six credits, but you want my card on file. Card on file or not, you still owe me credits. So yeah, I want I can't, I want all my I want my refund. We back. Uh-uh. We, Good luck. <laughs> I don't play when it comes to customer service. I don't like stuff like that. And they always say they can talk to you crazy. Like you're supposed to just be happy that they even want to massage you. Okay. Next. So, you know, long story short, I got one of them chair massages. I mean, my chair like. <laughs> it's not the same, but it's something shit. <laughs> I took my little money, got a little chair massage. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to talk to me crazy and I'm paying your damn rent on this building. Uh-uh. So now before I go, I've been out here an hour and a half. Oh, my gosh. We got to talk about this. This is the last story of the night. I told y'all this would happen. I tried to tell y'all. Y'all said I was being harsh on Chloe Bailey. And who's a baby Tate? I told y'all, y'all need to stop co-signing these these chicks on on TikTok who are trying to base they're making fun of black women. They're they're trying to act like it's I'm not going to say they're appropriating black women cuz I'm a black woman. I don't look like that. I don't dress like that. I don't get down like that. But they're trying to mimic black culture. Well, because y'all can't stop supporting foolishness. Child, Brit Barbie done had a meet and greet. Go ahead and show. Here she is with her pink lashes, honey. Y'all pull up to my meet and greet tomorrow at the Vibe SZN in St. Louis. It's free. Come take a picture with me, period. Uh, do not come if you're not in a period uh, mood because you're not going to ruin my vibe. Period. Uh, y'all pull up. Y'all got her feeling herself. But the funny part is people pulled up. Oh, they came. One and all. 
Look at all them black kids. Oh, God, I can't take the screaming. But now it gets even worse. Bag secured, period. They hate and they mad, they furious. This dress from Fashion Nova, just in case you're curious. This bag is serious. The math, delirious. The haters are hearing it. They're checking. Okay. All right, ma'am. All right, sis. We see you with your fashion overdress on and your pink fur. Y'all made her famous, not me. I try to tell y'all. I see y'all stay making these girls famous just like Bad Baby. Now she's a triple millionaire and all this other nonsense. Same thing with her. Now she got a music career. Meanwhile, you got black kids who've been in the studio for years. Working on their craft, writing their music, you know, and they'll never get that type of support. And it's sad because we make goofy people like that, you know, famous. And again, I don't know how old this woman is. I'm assuming she's between the ages of 18 and 20. I've tried to Google her age. Everything says between the ages of 18 and 20. So she's young. So I, I'm not trying to drag her or disrespect her because to me, she's young enough to be my kid. But what is bothersome is just, you know, the fact like she's trying to mimic what she thinks a black woman is. And as a black woman, I've never walked around with pink lashes. These are my real nails. I don't do fake nails. They're long, but they're my real nails. Um, I, I just don't like it. I don't like how it's okay to be a caricature of what people think a black woman is. But then as a real black woman, I still get silenced. I get cussed out. I get drugged. Just simply having an opinion, simply existing, you know? So I just, it, it's very, it's, you know, it's just, it's frustrating, you know? And it's just like, if that was a black TikToker who came out and was like, period, eh, period, whatever the hell, the, however the hell the damn song goes, the one that made her viral, no one would have paid her no mind. She'd still be on TikTok with probably 10 followers. Nobody would have paid her no mind. But it's like, as soon as you put something ratchet or ghetto on other races, for some reason, it just mystifies people, especially black folks. For some reason, we just get mystified by it. And I, and I don't get it. That's why I didn't understand, like, you know, why would Chloe, someone who's very talented, beautiful, can sing, why even get on, why even entertain it? And I know a lot of Chloe fans are like, oh, T, you're being mean. She's young. She's in her 20s. She's just trying to jump on a trend. At what point are we just going to hold people accountable? Everything that trends don't mean that we got to support it or jump on it. You know what I'm saying? Because when she jumped on it, she gave her a major cosign. Imagine the girl who worked with Beyonce. Y'all forget, Chloe and, and, and Holly, they were tied to Beyonce. She's doing a duet with me. Of course she's feeling herself. I would be. I be walking around here in a pink fur coat too. Tell my period, ah, period of who, period what, period you. I don't know how the hell that shit goes. I be feeling myself. If somebody as prestigious as Chloe Bailey did that. That's what I'm saying. You got to watch where we put our energy. And I have the right to hold her accountable. Because there's a lot of little black girls that I see all the time that come by my TikTok timeline who sing. They sing their heart out. They're always singing. I don't see other people duetting with them. That's all I'm saying. Be careful where y'all put y'all's energy.
Because now she's she's the next up and coming star. And like I said, no hate. If people are dumb enough to, you know, buy your, you know, period album, you know what I mean? That's of all the 10 seconds. That's on them. You know, so I'm not saying that she shouldn't be able to capitalize off of this or get a bag, you know. But again, like I keep telling y'all, the new currency is likes, hearts, retweets, wherever y'all put y'all attention is where that attention is going to go. And sadly, it's people like that who are able to monetize off of it. Because like I said, if I was a young black girl behaving in that behavior, she'd just be drugged. Nobody would even entertain it at all. So, yeah, it's crazy. Somebody said she looks like a garbage pail kid. Ooh, <laughs> y'all are a mess. JP Reckless, y'all are a mess for that. Uh-uh. Yeah, I just found that very interesting. Uh, real quick before I go, Kanye West. Let's talk about him really quick. Child, you don't piss. You don't piss a lot of people off, honey. Balenciaga has backed up off of Kanye. I never thought I would see this, but um, this is the story. Balenciaga has officially cut ties with Kanye West following the rapper's string of anti-Semitic and offensive remarks. Uh, following its third quarter earnings report Thursday, the fashion label's parent company, Curring, said in a statement to WWD. Balenciaga has no longer any relationship or any plans for future products, excuse me, projects related to this artist. Balenciaga began distancing itself from West following the controversial appearance on the podcast Drink Champs released last week, where he falsely claimed that George Floyd wasn't murdered, wasn't murdered, but killed by fentanyl and made even more anti-Semitic remarks. On October 17th, the fashion giant issued a statement saying that West's runway look from the Balenciaga Spring 2023 show at Paris Fashion Week has been deleted from the Vogue runway, as well as the Balenciaga website. Additionally, Balenciaga says it has removed a section on its website dedicated to the three Yeezy Gap engineered by Balenciaga Collaborations, which launched earlier this year. Those items were also no longer available on their online retailers. So Kanye is definitely getting very much canceled. Um, He's definitely going to be left on that island by himself. It's gotten that real. I don't know. I just I just find it very interesting once again how they don't play when it comes to disrespecting their own. They do not play. They came, they done kicked him out of Chase Bank. They done took it. You know, he loves him some Balenciaga, honey. He praises Denma. So the fact that they've really cut him off like that says a lot. But in the same breath, they'll have no problem dressing rappers who rap about killing other black men. Catch them tease. I'm just saying. So, anyways, I'm gonna read these last few super chats and then I'm gonna go ahead and get up out of here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Radiant Sunshine says, hey, sis, I'm glad I caught you. Invest in an iPad. Thank you so much, sis. Um, Joe Loveson5 says, that was narcissistic of Jose to think that he's entitled to regular YouTubers' attentions. I love this channel. Thanks, lovely T. Love you, too, and thank you so much. Um, Mini Honey says, the audacity of... The audacity and smooth hypocrisy. It's like there's no broke celebrities giving advice. Exactly. 
Candid But Sweet says, T.I. blew the dog whistle. I definitely agree. I definitely feel like Fat Joe is taking this angle because of the whole T.I. Charleston White situation. I agree with you. So thank you for the super chat. Uh, TJ says, you outdid yourself with that deep dive. It took me two days to get over it. They not ready for that MK Ultra shit. Ooh, thank you so much. Yeah, that deep dive, even when I got done editing it and putting it up, you know, because I had to watch it several times before I make it public just to make sure everything, you know, is okay. Um, But yeah, it had me thinking about a lot of stuff. It had me looking at a lot of like other serial killers and what they were involved in. Like now I'm like, I want to do a deep dive on the son of Sam, you know, I probably not though, but, um, yeah, I'm glad you're able to watch it. It's definitely a lot to digest, especially towards the end. It's a lot to digest, but thank you so much for taking time to watch. Uh, let's see here. Grace boy says, Hey auntie, I will catch the playback. Just started a job. For Delta at LAX, I hope to see you one day. Just want to show my support. That is awesome. Congratulations to you. They are definitely hiring. Um, and then you get to travel everywhere for free. So that's like a good perk. I'm trying to get my son to go work at the airport. I'm like, why don't you go work there? You can get free tickets. That way I ain't got to keep paying for tickets. So maybe we'll run into each other one day because I'm always in and out of LA. So thank you so much. Um, let's see. I'm going to read a few more here. Uh, Keosha Henry says... Those people screaming for her were definitely paid actors. Because <laughs> ain't no way. You never know, child. You know, people just like to be around people who are viral and famous. Because you know what? I thought that too. But then when I went on her theme, let me show you her other her Instagram page. You got grown adults just, just as thirsty. Child, let me see. There was one, hold on. There was a, there was one with a man. He was like, a, he was like my age. I said, what the hell? Is this? No, that's somebody. It was one with this grown, not him hitting her with a shoe. I'm trying to see if I can find the video. I don't know. But she was at her meet and greet and it was like a grown man. And he came running up. They were doing like the little dance. It might be on this page. Yeah, this is the one. Child. Sir, you need to stop. You need to stop. That man is clearly damn near 14. But again, people just want to be around something viral. They want to be in close proximity. He knows damn well that song is trash and it's foolish. But because she's viral right now, let me hurt and, you know, jump in this TikTok with her. So, yeah, some of them could be paid actors. But sadly, this is the world that we're living in. I bet you majority of those people are her new fans. I bet you. But thank you for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. Pink and Black says, we live in the twilight zone now. Folks screaming over randoms. Anyways, love you, T, and enjoy your Friday night. I finally joined the membership. Thank you so much for joining and enjoy the deep dives. I'm going to post all the links um, again so you can go back and um, watch them all because I know we got new members today. So thank you. Um, let's see here. Porsche, Portia Randolph says, I've been watching your channel for years and I'm with the Discord. Been there since day one. Love you, T. Love you, too. And thank you so much. I appreciate it. 
Y'all, this has been a good stream. I've been on for over an hour and 38 minutes. I'm going to get ready to log off. But thank you guys for joining me today. Um, so I have to keep it real. That Fat Joe situation just really annoyed me. I will always have YouTubers backs, even if I don't like them or like their content. We have the right to be here. We created this space. And I'm not going to allow for celebrities to think they can come on here and tell us how we're supposed to move and question who we are. No, sir. The question is, who are you? Okay. <laughs> So on that note, you guys, thank you guys so much. I will talk to you guys later. Enjoy your weekend. Have a good night, everyone. Bye.